Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Ishmael Kawaja. It's Thursday the 19th of December. Coming up, number of people in Kent with dementia more than doubles. If my husband, you know, is at home on his own, I mean, he can be left, but... I would worry if I was out for too long. Miss Kent calls on more young men and women to embrace who they are. You go onto Instagram and you see all these people who are so perfect and airbrushed and you think that's how you're meant to look and that's how you have to look. But actually that's not the reality. And Jill's fans queue for tickets to FA Cup clash. Crikey, can we uh, still do it again like we did against uh, Cardiff last year? Kent Online News. Our top story today is that a Kent teenager who was arrested at Heathrow Airport has been charged with terrorism offences. George Fowle from Snodland was detained in June and is due in court in January. The 19-year-old from Lucas Road is accused of possessing material likely to be of use to a person committing or preparing an act of terrorism. Kent Online reports. A man starting life in prison after murdering his partner at her home in Beckenham just three months after they'd met. 61-year-old Diane Dyer was found with more than 70 injuries at her flat in July. David Corkle, who's 54 and doesn't have a permanent address, will serve a minimum of 21 and a half years. A 26-year-old man arrested after a teenager was attacked in Sheerness has been released on bail. A 16-year-old boy was flown to a London hospital for treatment after it happened in the high street yesterday morning. He's said to be in a stable condition. At kentonline.co.uk, you can see the moment a woman was attacked after going out to buy milk in Gravesend. The 38-year-old was dragged into the street and kicked when she tried to stop two people stealing from the off-licence in Kitchener Avenue. It was filmed by someone outside the store and has been released, and she appeals for any more witnesses to come forward. Now, it's emerged the number of people with dementia in Kent has more than doubled in the past five years. NHS data out this morning shows there are now more than 14,500 registered with the condition in the county. That's over 5,500 more than in 2014. Jill Smith from Gravesend has been caring for her husband Keith since he was diagnosed in 2016 and had to give up her job. She thinks there should be better health care provision for those with the condition. I care for my husband Keith, um, who was diagnosed with originally... Alzheimer's and dementia in 2016 and in 2018 Parkinson's with dementia. Make sure that he takes his medication roughly on time. I actually sort the medication out. He's on six Parkinson's tablets, he's on one dementia tablet, depression tablets, a a real mixture and it does take quite a long time to sort them out. And I have tried to get him to sort his tablets out, but it, I basically do it now. And I normally remind him to take them. And if I don't remind him, he doesn't more, more often than not. So um, I've been, I gave up my job in 2018 to stay at home and look after him because he was getting very isolated where we lived formerly with when he wasn't able to drive anymore. So, um, yeah, um, how do I look after him? It, it's sort of trying to give him some structure in, in his life, really. 
Um, he was a very practical person who ran his own sign writing company when he was younger. So he's very, you know, used to using hand tools, things like that. And now everyday jobs like that are much harder to think through. His problem has really been um, losing how to solve problems, um, logic, how some of his hand tools work. So, and he still thinks he can do it. And it, it's really difficult because you don't want to um, make your partner feel that they can't do anything. He does tend to sleep a lot, for example, when he I have to make him get up in the morning even though he knows we are due to be somewhere, it is still, come on, time to get up and keep on without nagging um, to make sure that we are out the door in time for whatever appointment it is or activity. So that's how the day usually starts. Um, and if I'm not careful and I've wandered off to do something else, I find he's gone to sleep again after he's eaten his breakfast. So it's it's constantly chivying him up, but without, you know, causing him to get really fed up with it. So there's a real lethargy and um, that is around him now, which I've just got to try and keep him as upbeat and active as possible. Because if you leave somebody to just sit there glued to the telly or sit there asleep all during the day, they're not really going to sleep at night. And that that brings other problems. So, um, yeah, and I've now learnt that I need to leave an extra half an hour getting ready time for us. I have to build that into our schedule, really, because I've been caught out because things are taking longer, getting his coat on, all sorts of things that I didn't really... have caught us out, I would say. Yes, I do think that um, when partners with dementia or whoever it is with dementia um, goes into perhaps a general hospital, there is um, there could be a better understanding of the condition. And my husband did go into hospital about a couple of years ago and he became very anxious and, you know, that was difficult to deal with. And I do think perhaps more awareness as well. So within the, you know, formal services, perhaps like hospitals. And, you know, dementia isn't always obvious. And, you know, uh, things like the Blue Badge Scheme, I think that's very difficult to get for somebody who's got dementia because if asked, can they walk... I don't know, 80 yards, they're going to say, yes, of course I can, but that may not be recently. So it, that's a tricky one, which we haven't managed to crack yet either. But, uh, yeah, I do think there should be more awareness and, you know, more money put into supporting this service. Kent Online reports. A businessman from Larkfield who set up a camera to catch whoever was stealing money from his home discovered it was his best friend. Billy Smith was filmed taking money from the property he'd been asked to look after while the family were away on holiday. 
The 32-year-old from Eaton Place in Ellsford admitted taking nearly £4,000 to pay off debts, but avoided being sent to prison and will have to do 180 hours of unpaid work. The family of a man who was stabbed to death in Rochester say they want justice. 31-year-old Luke Sullivan was discovered at a property in the High Street last month. A 37-year-old man arrested in connection with his death is on bail until tomorrow. A government department's looking into concerns over the welfare of cows in a field in Sevenoaks amid claims they've been fed inedible hay and not given any water. Two cows on land off Watercroft Road in Halstead have died since Friday, with 15 more said to not have any grazing space or shelter. DEFRA are said to be looking into it and due to visit the site along with the RSPCA. This year's Miss Kent GB is calling on more young men and women to embrace who they are. Zoe Hetherington from Harriet Shum has launched a campaign on Instagram to share the stories of people who have overcome a lack of body confidence. Speaking on KMTV, she's been explaining why she set up the page. Yeah, so I think I have the platform now as Miss Kent um, to be able to share to people all about embracing who you are. So I think in the world we currently live in, it's quite a big thing, people's self-esteem, self-confidence. I think you go onto Instagram and you see all these people who are so perfect and airbrushed and you think that's how you're meant to look and that's how you have to look. But actually that's not the reality. And I've seen the other side of it and I've got friends who are influencers and who do a bit of modelling and actually they all have flaws and it's a normal thing um, so I want to embrace that so I basically set up the page to embrace who you are um, as a person and that's showing the reality which isn't quite often shown um, on social media. Definitely and what's the response been since you set it up? The response has actually been incredible. I've had so many people that have shared their stories with me which is exactly what I wanted to get from it. I wanted to share as much positivity as possible and I think in the world currently there's a lot of doom and gloom going on um, and I think it's good to share such a positive message with others. Um, so yeah it's been really incredible. You mentioned social media playing quite an important role in, in body shaming and, and issues surrounding people's self-confidence. What are some of those issues kind of touching upon that more? Yeah, so even myself, um, so I've always had acne. I've had it since the age of 13. I've been on every medication you can think of. Unfortunately, it's not worked for me. Every time I used to go on Instagram and you say, look on Instagram and be really upset that everyone had such this perfect skin. Mm. But actually, that's not always the case. And you can hide behind that and add filters and people alter how they look. Um, so I want to show the reality of that. And actually, when you take that off in the evening, I've got bad skin, but it's about embracing it. I, there's nothing I can do about it now. That's a part of me. Um, and it's taken me a long time to understand that and wake up every morning and look in the mirror and not be annoyed and upset with what I see and the spots that I see. Mm -hmm. um, so personally, that's something that can have a real impact and affect people, and especially their mental health. Um, and I also think people I think they should be how like very toned and sort of muscly and sort mm -hmm. of very skinny. Um, but actually, Instagram, that's changed a lot. But sometimes then people who are skinny then don't even feel that they should be that. So I think there's always, there's always grass always greener on the other side. And actually, but it, it, no matter how much weight you lose, you're never going to be happy with how you look. Um, I, yeah, absolutely. And just just quickly, um, lots of people saying that social media should change their their sort of um, culture within their platforms. What do you think of that? Yeah, um, yeah, I think they should. I think they should. There's filters that you can add, especially on Instagram or on the stories that you can change to alter how you would look if you'd had cosmetic surgery. Mm -hmm. And I think that can be really damaging because the realistic view is you're probably never going to look like that, even if you do change to look like that. Kent Online News. The Gillingham boss has been out feeding people who are homeless. It's something Steve Evans and his family have previously done in Peterborough, and he's now doing the same in Medway. 
The 57-year-old spends one night a week in December taking meals and drinks to those on the streets. And a second hotel and pub are going to be built at a massive new housing development in North Kent. Shepherd Neem have announced they plan to open sites in the Castle Hill area of Ebbsfleet Garden City. It will create more than 20 jobs. Kent Online Sport. Cricket and Kent's Tammy Beaumont has helped England's women win the latest game of their tour of Malaysia. They beat Pakistan by 84 runs in a T20 in Kuala Lumpur overnight. The sides will face each other in another T20 in the early hours of tomorrow our time. And tickets for Gillingham's FA Cup third round tie at home to West Ham have gone on general sale today. A couple of thousand tickets have been left for the game against the Premier League side, which will also be live on TV. These Gill supporters queued up at Priestville to buy tickets for the match in January. Big game for Gillingham, so looking forward to it. What do you think it means for, for the club to have a draw like that? Oh, it's massive. It's massive for finances, also good for the club, especially as West Ham are not on a great uh, bill of form at the moment, are they? So it'd be fantastic if they get through Gillingham do. How excited are you for... Obviously, you're here queuing up for... I'm queuing up for, yeah, for my brother's uh, ticket. Is that his perfect Christmas present? No, I don't think so. You know, the perfect Christmas present was for the Jewels to win the match with a decent score. You know, that would be a, and a good, clean game, I always think. Looking forward to it, though. Well, you've got your ticket now. You well, absolutely. Um, it's uh, a credit to the team for uh, getting this far. Two great matches we've had um, against Sunderland and uh, Doncaster. And crikey, um, can we uh, still do it again like we did against uh, Cardiff last year? Um, it's the same match, third round, and uh, we'll be looking forward to um, the draw on Monday with us in the hat. That's it for now, but for more news throughout the day, you can head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.